and welcome to the big show. This is Dim Lights and Stiff Drinks, the dive bars of Seattle. We're interested in those roadhouses, watering holes, and lounges with a long history and an interesting backstory. As always, we're not doing this from our couches, right? No. Not music will tell you different. We tie one on <laughs> in, and party in the places where we're podcasting. We're right underneath the speakers, so... Uh, we're coming at you live. We're coming at you live. And that's where we record live and hang one on the places where bad decisions and future regrets are made. And you lose some money here because they have pull tabs here at the North City Lounge and Shoreline. How to do. Second installment in our Bars of Bad Shoreline series, apparently, Jeremy. Well, we'll get into that, but yeah. All sure. Right. Without further ado, let's introduce the crew. Dim Lights is a Bob Tromley production. And your pilot this evening is Grandmaster Bob. <laughs> Grandmaster. Wait. Right. And to my left is Resident Suds Gourmand, Jeremy J. Sizzle. Going with uh, DJ Deep Poor. <laughs> and to my other... <laughs> DJ Deep Space Nine. To my other right is Resident Historian Brad the Stash Panda. Hello, everybody. Right on. I'm Sweet Lou and thrilled to be here. And let's... Uh, Let's kick it over to Brad. I don't know. What are we doing here? Uh, it's my first time. Well, is it your first uh, time? No, it definitely is not. We are in North City Tavern in beautiful North City Shoreline, my stomping ground. Yep. I, I literally walked here uh, because I can. I'm only, I live oh, just a few blocks away. So, so is North City just a neighborhood within Shoreline? Yeah. You don't okay. live a few blocks yeah. away. You live like 30 blocks away. Nah, I live like eight blocks. I counted Huh, I've been stalking the wrong house <laughs> for years. But well, we're going to get in a little bit more into the history of the joint. i got some interesting little tidbits. You're kind of right, second quasi-shoreline pub, sort of, maybe. We'll get into that a little bit later. But first, maybe, North City Tavern in North City Shoreline. You want to tell us a little bit about the history of the joint, Brad? Yeah, I'd be happy to. Um, just as Lincoln Park is coming on, yeah. I feel like I'm walking out to like dive bar a concert or something. Okay, so this place first opened in 1934, uh, and it originally operated as the Drag Inn. What a drag! Like drag. What a big drag. Here kind of thing. Like something like, like that. We, like band in Florida drag, or I don't think it had anything to do with drag like that. I think okay. it was just uh, right. our catchy name, the Drag Inn. I could be, I could stand corrected, but I didn't see any evidence of that. It became the North City Tavern in 1947, and it was owned by this guy named Ford Clintworth. Ford oh, Clintworth. Man, that's a good name. Isn't that a good name? That's like a guy. That's like a Western name. Like you're yeah. starting in Gunsmoke. He's got a big old ten gallon. Yeah. Some spurs on and his. And you don't uh, want to have like a draw against this guy. Mm-mm. Against someone named Mm-mm. Ford Clintworth. Yeah, it's an awesome name. Oh, there's a big ass Cadillac with like made, uh, with the horns, horns on, on the front. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely cowboy boots. Overall, though, there's not a lot to report about this place. It, like, it's operated as either the North City Tavern or it's now the North City Lounge since '47. I, we got do have some good crime stories. So, uh, cue Ooh. the crime music, Satan's Pilgrims. In 1949, a 17-year-old girl was here at the North City Tavern with her father. 
and they were drinking together. As, Wait, how old? Seventeen years old. Uh, huh. And so she's in here drinking with her father. Illegal. It's okay. already illegal. Although. Uh, Laws back then, as you know, Brad, if you were there with your parents... I was wondering about that. Uh-huh. I sat Sometimes. at the bar with my parents yep. a ton growing up. Absolutely. But you, but you when you're waiting but they in the restaurant. they didn't serve you drinks, they, did they? Uh, Shirley Temples and... Uh, well, they weren't serving her Shirley uh, Temples. That's where the story <laughs> goes a little... Surely we're not Shirley yeah. serving her Shirley Temples. So while they were there, hanging out together, uh, father and daughter, the girl reportedly drank six beers and four double sherry wines. And drank the whole bar under the table. Drank the whole bar under the uh-huh. table. Like, first of all, mixing beer and wine like that, bad idea. And she's, it's like sherry wine, which isn't that kind of like, that's kind of like cheap wine, isn't well, it? It's all about which, that, which one you drank first, right? Was it it's beer a good, first it's a good wine or was for a it kid. the liquor first? I don't think you're supposed to mix right? that stuff together. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it takes a pretty grisly turn. <laughs> so anyway, her dad was one of those guys who got abusive when he got drunk. He got drunk. They head home. He starts beating on his wife, the girl's mother. And this has apparently been going on for, you know, her whole lifetime. Uh, but tonight, you know, she was just shit-faced drunk. And so she snapped. She reached her limit. And uh, they got into a bit of a brawl, her and her father. And Uh-oh. Uh-oh. she ended up stabbing Uh-oh. the father to death. Oh, whoa. Yeah. She's really fed up with it. She's really bent yeah. out of shape. So it obviously got really intense. Stabs the father to death. Uh, of course, the police show up, arrest her. And she wakes up the next morning in jail with no recollection whatsoever of what happened the night before. Very convenient. And yeah. only to learn that she yeah. had stabbed her father the to death. The alcohol alibi. Yeah. So yeah. she was blackout drunk. Liquid courage. Liquid courage. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she was charged. She ended up going to prison. Oh. And no. No vigilante justice the shoreline. Tavern here. That's hard. Usually. Got major shit in the newspapers for serving this minor who went up oh. on to like kill her father and like the drunken rage that she was in. Mm-hmm. But they served her all that booze, so uh, you know they had a little PR problem there for a while in the '40s <laughs> as a result of this. Causing shutdowns. Close, close it didn't, it didn't close. It didn't close. All but right. you know, there's a lot Good of. Thing there was a lay low for a little while. Then. Yeah, I got to lay low. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't headline for everybody. Yeah. Nope. Nope. And most people that knew knew the place were like on her side and been like, yeah. The, the alcohol gave her courage to end the thing. Make a big stink about it. Yeah. 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 For sure. <laughs> yeah. The guy sounds like a total scumbag. Well, uh, so the next crime story is in 1969, a group of three men and a woman entered the North City Tavern, but were observed by the bartender to be acting very suspicious. Mm-hmm. So we got a gang There's always now. red flags. Yeah, there's always gang. red flags. They, Four kind people, of, we got a gang. Yep, the bartender's keeping a close them. eye on them. Yep. Kind of gets the sense that they're, you know, they're casing out the joint and stuff. He's reaching for the baseball bat under the bar yeah, there. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, he was keeping a careful eye on things. They ended up leaving. And when they did, the bartender just, you know, his spidey sense was tingling. He knew something was up. So he, he actually ended up closing the bar and kind of following them to see what was going on. Because there had been a bunch of break-ins around the area. Sure enough, he caught the group trying to break into a TV repair shop that was just a short distance from here. He had a rifle with them, and so he ended up firing a warning shot, and they all took off. The woman was out. Right. She was a getaway driver. Right. Yeah. Oh. 
Oh, dude, 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 dude. what's it called? What is it, Snow? Dirty Little Girl Scout? I see where We can't say that on air! Oh my god! Sonova. Well, we've just been served some complimentary, uh, what's the name of these drinks? This just in from the news. Dirty Little Girl Scouts. Dirty Little Girl Scouts. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I, I don't feel comfortable drinking that. It's all alcohol. Good night. Yeah. <laughs> Any of our listeners, uh, Uncle Lou needs a ride home tonight. This is the second episode in a row where we've had wonderful interruptions that we will gladly That's take true. any yeah. day of the week. Ingles Pub when we got served Hell some yeah. delicious pizza. I, 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 some I, motto pizza. I fully support this trend. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Keep them coming. Well, and what's the the bartender's name? Jeremy Sonova. Uh huh. Like Sonoma with a V. Sonova. Yeah. So thank you to her for uh, being oh, generous with the drinks. Anyway, back to the story. So yeah, this bartender here followed this burglary team, caught him in the act. The woman was the getaway driver. She was waiting in the car. They jumped in, but he got the license plate. They ended up getting caught. Boom, got, all got sent to prison. But that's basically it as far as this bar's history goes. You know, it's pretty just a no-frills bar. It's been here since the 30s, right after Prohibition, and I don't think it's changed a whole lot. I gotta say, though, this is my first time in here, and more than a dive bar, it's actually super warm and spacious. What do you mean, like the lights and stuff? Warm, like temperature it's, or no, caliente? Like the, what are you talking about? Uh, yeah, for the paint a picture for the listener, oh, yeah. there's, it's wooden walls. It's yeah. wood paneling all the way around. No. So yeah, it's no. actually... Nope. Yeah, and, and take take a look up, and you got, you got like the popcorn ceiling <laughs> yeah. with the typical like decades of a cigarette and pipe smoke stain. It's it's all uniformly brown. I'm sure when it was installed originally in like the 30s or 40s, it was like gleaming white. Well, the nicotine <laughs> is probably acting a protective layer to all the that's uh, what asbestos I that's in Absolutely. the popcorn ceiling. So it's it's protect, protecting us. That's right. Yeah, it's like a little yeah. a film. Yeah, a little yeah. film that is keeping us from cancer. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, you know, it's I like interesting. It in here. This it's is a good, really cool. It's a good call out about how it definitely is a warm decor. It's a low ceiling, kind of gives it like a cozy vibe. There's all sorts of cool shit on the walls. You got the Rainier signs. You've got like a million things that Brad wants. Billion bar signs and right? stuff all over the place. <laughs> a lot of it is very, very old. We got some cool ass like Budweiser sign. Looks like it maybe from the 50s or 60s in the corner, yeah. right? But it also, if you look around. And especially on the outside, you take a look around the building, this was a house. When it was built, it was a house. Somebody lived here. And then yeah. at some point, 30s, 40s, I don't know, yeah. somebody's like, yeah, fuck this, let's make it a bar. Yeah? Yeah, clearly, it's, clearly it's been was. whatever since. Yeah. I don't know the history of this building before it became a bar in 34. Um, I tried to look it up, so I'm not sure, but you're right. It looks yeah. like a house. Yeah. It looks like an establishment. And this neighborhood is, has got a, a, quite a few of these. Like where They were houses slash yeah. buildings, but they also kind of moved around a little bit. So yeah. like a couple of episodes that we've done in the past may have started a few blocks down, a few, you know, half a mile down the road. Somebody moved this house using yeah. like donkeys and shit or elephants in the case of uh, some of the bars, yeah. right? And, and here we are, moved their house, lived here for a while, and they're like, eh, moved out, and then somebody moved in and said, yeah, let's make this a bar. Yeah. Kind of roadhouse-esque. Totally. Totally roadhouse-esque. I don't think it was a roadhouse, but it has that look to it. Very much a roadhouse yeah. kind of vibe. Yeah, for sure. Also, 
was off Broadway. Yeah? Cozy? Yeah, I remember that place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and for the record, I would love for my home to have two big ass pool tables right behind me. So which there is here in North City Tavern. So I'm down. Well, you're in luck, Jeremy, because we bought a pool table. It's being <gasps> oh. delivered to your house right now. Oh, you guys and we're are gonna the, go there after work. You guys are the best. Your wife won't mind, right? No. Living your own pool table. Like literally, my house. If you put two pool tables in my house, there would be not any room for any of us. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, but that's fine. That's, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 cool. That's cool. That's that's why we have a shed in the back. Yeah. We had a pool table growing up, and it was kind of that same thing. We had it downstairs in our rec room, but it didn't quite fit enough where you had like full. You had parents. the short sticks. So no, we had the full regular sticks, but you were always having to like lift oh. the sticks up at a huge angle just to make oh. the shots. So it, was, yeah. it took the fun out of it. Yeah. yeah. I had a friend that the holes had in a, the wall from the gonk. Yeah. yeah. Had yeah. the same thing and his dad like just cut a couple pool sticks in half so there were certain parts in the room <laughs> where you used You'd, the shorty. That's actually a good idea. Is there yeah. like a special yeah. kind of pool for that? Like like with billiards is a bigger table and then there's regular pool and then there's like a little stubby yeah, pool. Yeah, a full size pool in like a mini room. pool or whatever. Yeah. I expect, right like, on, when right I go on. play mini golf, I go into the snack bar, and right next to it would be a mini pool table, right? There should be. There should yeah. always there be. Should be. There should I'm be. I'm going to start yeah. a business. Yeah. Yeah, mini pool tables. So I think it'd be time for us to uh, order some pizza, perhaps. Someone yeah. told us it's Scotty's Pizza. Oh, Scotty's here tonight? Pizza. That's right. That's right. It is Thursday, every Thursday. Scotty's Has Pizza. Has anyone ever had Scott's Pizza, either of you guys? I'm looking around. I don't see Scott nor his pizza. He's in the back. In the back, in the patio. Yeah. yeah, in the patio. All right, let's go get some Scots. And I don't need a round we, two. I got this shot. I still got my beer. Yeah, me too. We'll talk about we'll, what we're we'll drinking We'll do round when we two with back. pizza. There you That'll go. That'll be a first. Yeah. That'll be a first on the okay. show. Scotty's <laughs> pizza. All right. Let's take a break. House band, take us out and bring us back. Let's do a little what you drinking, Jeremy. And we already know what you just drank. Thank you to the bartender Sonova for taking care of us. So I think this is interesting because we talked about this many times about, you know, taps on whatever and how many taps on blah, blah, blah. Uh, and a dive bar in Seattle and in Shoreline, thank you very much, is going to have some awesome local micros on tap, as does North City Tavern. So we've got like a uh, Lagunitas IPA, we've got the good old Elysian Space Dust, which is probably maybe second or third most popular beer that we've ever had in all the dive bars that we've been into, which is fine. It's an awesome, awesome IPA. And another probably fourth, fifth, sixth most popular beer that we've had, Mac and Jack's African Amber on yeah. tap, right? Um, I am drinking or just finishing uh, Lagunitas IPA, which is delicious. But interestingly enough, not like a lot of the IPAs that we've had. Oh, my God, really? Yeah. <laughs> you want to stick this up to the speaker here? Yeah, for sure. Someone just played... Uh, Tiny Tim, some of the, some of the listeners might have to Google that shit, but Tiny Tim, I was here a couple of days ago, and this exact song was playing on the jukebox. Yes, and this is this is not like a, this is not a random bar background music. Somebody paid for this. 
somebody put their hard-earned shekels into the digital jukebox here and paid to have this song played by Tiny Tim. When did this song come out? Was it 60s, 70s? Yeah. 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 Is he still alive? Anybody know? Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while ago. Okay. Now, I'm sure we're going to get fact-checked by somebody who's like, No, no, no! Tiny Tim's my third cousin twice removed. He's fine. He lives in Duluth. Despite your having heard it uh, two times in a week, um, it's far from the number one song. The number one song is uh, Poison, Nothing But a Good Time. Nothing but a good time. That, that seems appropriate for this bar, although... Well, the second one does, is which is ACDC, Have a Drink on Me. Well, this is yet the third time I have been in this bar and heard Tiny Tim, so I don't know about your whole like most popular list there, Lou. Well, it's not mine. It's the jukebox. Hmm. Oh, whoa, you know this song? Oh, my God, Everybody Bob. Knows this song. Damn. All right. Good man. Good man. <laughs> right on. So now for our listeners who might be wondering what the fuck we're talking about, we have tapped in digitally to the jukebox, which we do on a kid. I'd say about like half the dive bars we've been to have had digital jukeboxes that have an app. That's right? pretty much the norm these days. Very, very yeah. common. Right? So you pull up the app, you can see what's the most popular tunes playing at a dive bar. And, you know, that tells you some stuff about the clientele, I got to say. And uh, as far as I know, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. First bar, very popular Tiny Tim tunes. Yeah. Well, I like how it went from Tiny Tim to the Ramones. Ramones. That's, that's pretty yeah. good. Ramones. Yeah, and it's all right up my alley. Yeah. yeah. I love oh, it all. really? Big Tiny Tim fan? Uh, he's such a weirdo. Like, as a kid, I remembered thinking mm. he was just sort of fascinating. Dr. Demento with uh, Weird Al Yankovic. And, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was drawn to it for sure. Oh, oh my God. Snap. Oh, oh we might have a pause here. Has arrived. Food. Oh, food. It's a, All right, we're just going to push this to the side. Almost as good as going. a round of shots. It's a hot out-of-the-oven pizza. Scott's Pizza here uh, every Thursday at Lake City Tavern. It's pretty cool. It's and like it, some pretty good pie. If you think it's like some fancy-ass big pizza joint rolls in with this like fancy like mobile Pizza, oven pizza whatever. No, no, no. It's literally Scott with a little uh, like pizza oven. Pro, little dinky little pizza oven in the corner going like, I'll make a pizza. And he does a killer job. It's going to be delicious. Killer I can job. already tell. Yep. Have See? you checked his ID? Is he? Is his name really Scott? Have you verified this? <laughs> it's good. It's nom de plume. It's a, his nom de plume. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we don't, we don't question Scott. All right, so what are you thinking? You want to march on, or you want to take a break to uh, devour oh God, some we of this have, pizza? Are we going to have to have do a round three after we've stuffed our face full of delicious yeah, I think hot pizza? we might pizza. have to take a little za break. Mm. All right, za All break right. time. Okay. All right, well, for the record, I'm drinking Lagunitas IPA. Okay, I don't know what the fuck you guys are drinking. Mm. Mac and Jack's. It tastes delicious. <laughs> I haven't had one in okay. 10 years. Always a good beer. What you, well, real quick, Brad, what are you drinking? Uh, I had a booty, but I'm not going to have another one. Oh, I don't care. I need to know what you're drinking. And he just said... Yeah, Bodhi. George Chambury, Bodhi Sapa IPA. Yes, excellent. And a couple of us are still finishing our uh, Dirty Girl Scouts. Yeah, I'm still sipping on mine. All right, I'll sit. Yeah, it's a sipping drink. Yeah, with your pinky out. Yeah, okay, sure. (laughs) A name like that. 
You have to I savor wasn't, it. Uh, anticipating a shot tonight, so yes. you know, I'm kind of like you never are. Myself. We never are, and we're especially yeah. never uh, prepped for Jello. Oh yeah. So let's talk kinda, about where we at, right? Yeah, yeah. Coming back to the decor, I mean, this place is great. It's, it ticks off all the boxes for a classic dive bar. Like you said, kind of a homey atmosphere. We got the fucking grunge going on, the veneer and the layers and the, the history, and there's a plaque as we walked in the door that I didn't even notice yeah. until one of the patrons was like, hey, you should check this out. Cool plaque about the history of the joint going back to yeah, actually before the 30s and uh, one of the oldest buildings in the city of Shoreline. If you guys were guessing what neighborhood we were in, we are surrounded by uh, Echo Lake, yep. Ballinger, uh, Lake Forest Park. That's right. Briar Crest. Yeah. Uh, Ridge and Ridgecrest. Ridgecrest? Mm, all over the damn place. We got we all sorts of crests getting... and briars and bogs and lakes and crap. Uh, yeah. Where we're actually at. We know where we're at. When you're in, like, downtown Shoreline, you're actually in North City. And that's kind of this neighborhood, right? Yep. Safeway, Les Schwab, Frank Lumber, the door store. Is actually right two next blocks door. down. Well, yep, actually, yep, two yep. blocks down, three blocks down, one block down, because there's like 15 Frank Lumber door stores in Shoreline. They're like all over the place. They're like roaches, man. They keep like reproducing really? and expanding. That's a lot of doors. There's a lot of door stores. Yeah, there's, a lot, there's, there's like four door stores in this block alone. They got a monopoly on it. We should look yep. into busting them up. Yep. Um. So it's either like the world's best selection of doors or some sort of money laundering operation. I'm not sure. Okay, so it was called North City because in uh, the 40s, the business owners held a contest saying this boundary that we have, we need to give it a cool name. And that's what they came up with. North, North City. City. Okay. Yeah, North City, which is pretty cool, right? Yeah. I like the sound of it. Um, I did find one cool tidbit. Also another hyper-local thing. Across the street from the Safeway, Jeremy, there's those two weird mid-century modern buildings. They're both showing their age. One has the weird W roof. It's like a zigzag roof. Yeah. So there was a rumor that they were moved up here from Seattle World's Fair. Oh, really? Oh, that's right. And you know who is in one of those buildings right now? Monka Brewery. Is, yes, they're in the weird W-shaped uh-huh. roof building. That's Wait, right. so were they moved for the freeway project? Were they moved because of I-5? I think at the time, before Safeway, they just stood out so much. Everyone in here was like, where the fuck did these buildings come from? Okay. Um, but uh, they were actually, the one on the left was built as a Dairy Queen in 1962 same time as the World's Fair and uh, that was when California was rolling out this new style of Dairy Queen so it's actually the only one that survives outside of California one had the neon yeah yeah spotlights and the one on the left with the weird roof where the brewery is was uh, Mr. Donut that's right it was a donut Donut. shop okay yeah Mr. Donut no longer exists in the United States but they're huge in Japan they moved their headquarters there and Mr. Donut is huge in Japan oh Mr. Donut Oh, yeah, and we should give a shout-out to Ichi Bento. They're in the old man, Dairy Queen right now. Damn straight. Plus is good. Yeah. Ichi Bento, you yeah. been there? Yeah, many right times. On. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Right on. That's all I yeah, got. Yeah, and See? The, okay. the donut shop, after it was a donut shop, was for many years, guess, oh, this is another one we could do, guess what move, what business moved into a funky W-shaped building that used to be a donut shop? 
Frank Lumber, the door store? No, good guess, though. Good guess. Any other guesses? Brad, you got a guess? No idea. What business? Ooh, another good guess. No, it was a veterinary clinic that specialized in spay and neuter services for your pet. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Died uh, about a week ago, right? Yeah. Good call. So if you're listening to this podcast episode in the year 2047... I'm sure you're Googling Bob Barker right now. Plenty, plenty of information on the interwebs about the, the glorious Bob Barker. Yeah, he was my babysitter every time I was sick in grade school. That's what everyone was no, saying online. Nice. Yeah. Like, That's exactly it. I love being sick so I could watch The Whole Price is Right. No, I mean, the, the, the meme that I saw after it was announced that he died was like... Uh, this montage of four different photos, and one of the photos was like a thing of ginger ale, saltine crackers, and then a picture of the Price is Right, and like a puke <laughs> on, on a TV tray, right? Yeah, on a TV, on a TV tray, tray exactly. of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, we we all experienced that back in our youth. Hell yeah, yeah. Damn good show, though. R.I.P. Damn good show. Well, before we sign off tonight, though, I do have a bit of sad news in the dive bar realm. Oh, something go down. Water wheel, it seems might not be here too much longer oh. apparently the the property owner is uh he sounds buckling. like somebody waved enough dollar signs in front of him and he, I, I guess he's willing to sell and they're talking about like they're probably going to be building like you know apartments or condos or something oh, in this place wow. so i don't know i don't have a, there, a date hasn't been announced yet but it doesn't sound like they're uh too much longer for this world so uh um, that's a shame yeah that's a shame so get out there and support the water wheel yeah yeah, yeah. go out there and support the water wheel exactly and listen to the episode for the water wheel yeah. where we specifically talk about the water wheel it is such in a weird little niche yeah in that neighborhood surrounded by giant condo buildings right with it, a cool story with a fucking great story and an yeah. awesome dive bar yeah. so it, hopefully they can yeah. hopefully they can stick around a little bit longer but if they don't it's like yeah we kind of saw the writing on the wall when you're there. He's like, yeah. oh my God, you look around, you can't see nothing but like big-ass condo buildings and things. It's like, okay. Yeah. Gentrification, baby. Right on, right on. Anything else to add to the order, anybody? No. No, that's it. All right, Bob, let's land this plane. All right, bringing it down. 